Social Zoom Factor, episode 248. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Are you a small business owner, entrepreneur, or work on a corporate team and tired of wasting money on social media training courses that are nothing more than random videos thrown up on a wall like webinar spaghetti? Finally, there's a solution to get you on the fast track to social media business success and help you learn how to generate brand awareness, leads, and sales without breaking the bank. Visit socialprofitfactor.com and use coupon code Zoom. Again, that's socialprofitfactor.com, coupon code Zoom. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, one of the top questions that I hear from business leaders, small business owners, executives, sales reps, when I speak and train all over the globe is, Pam, do I really need a personal brand? Or is an investment in my personal brand only needed if I want to be some type of super famous online social rock star or self-centered narcissist? Well, we all know people buy from people. So it's natural for us to want to do business with people and brands that we trust and who we know make us feel good. Think of when you log on to Facebook or Instagram every day. Are you searching out brands to come sell to you? Or are you looking for and hoping that Facebook pushes the content to you from people you know, like, and trust? I bet you know the answer. Now, Where this also leads us is you are the media. I am the media. You and I are the product of Facebook, of Instagram, of LinkedIn, of Twitter, you name it. Without our content in the form of the images we post, the videos we share, the audio, the text, and all the crazy status updates we put out there, they would have nothing, right? This always on, always connected, always social, noisy, and digital world of today presents huge opportunities for businesses, small and large, to achieve local, national, and even global attention and brand awareness if they do it right. And particularly when they learn how to tap into the power of social media and influencer marketing and personal branding. I mean, even solopreneurs and the smallest of businesses, we have the opportunity to compete head to head with some of the largest brands of the world. But you must learn what role your personal brand can play in that. And you have a personal brand regardless if you have consciously designed it or not. Your brand is so much more than the clothes you wear, the colors you choose, the business card, the tagline, the fancy messaging and graphics and logo that you paid some designer or create a person to help you create. Your brand is who you are. It's what you stand for. It is your promise and whether you deliver on that promise or not. It's everything you do, you say, you tweet, you post, you pen, you do live video, you put on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, LinkedIn. Your brand is you and your social and your digital body language speaks so much louder than the fancy words that you post on your blog or your website. So you're spending months and years creating this perfect business brand and platform. However, if you and your team are not living your brand online and offline, then those words mean nothing. People make a decision as to whether they like you or not. When they land on your blog, when they land on your social profiles within about eight to 10 seconds. So 
every brand impression matters. That personal profile image you're using, whether you're smiling, whether it's fuzzy, whether you look like you're half naked because you were at some fancy event, ladies, and you're, you know, you got half your body showing on the top. If you're trying to attract a professional audience, that may not be the best image for you to post on LinkedIn. So I ask you this question, how is your personal brand working for your business? Is it hurting or is it helping you? What are you achieving as far as results from leveraging your personal brand? Is it helping you connect with the people you want to connect with? Is it helping you build that brand awareness? Is is it helping you achieve your goals, whether that be financial or personal or career? So if you are right now feeling like you're freaking out a little bit and you're like, Pam, no, I need to clean up my personal brand or no, I've been trying to do this, but it's not working for me. You definitely have clicked on play on the right podcast today. So what I have in store for you is some amazing content. I don't share this very often. We deliver this a lot when we do corporate training and workshops, those types of things with our customers. But today, I am going to share with you the audio from a recent webinar that I did on personal branding. And I'm going to teach you how to build your personal brand to grow your business. How can you leverage the you factor to power up your business results? You can also access the full webinar replay with all of the beautiful slides and audio, as well as receive a free personal brand growth power kit that will be automatically emailed to you after you watch the webinar. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 248 webinar. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash 248 webinar. Now, what you will learn on this podcast today, we're going to talk about why you must have a personal brand in 2018 and why you need to quit winging it. Then we'll talk about how to build a personal brand that's actually going to help you grow your business. We'll talk about some foundations for personal branding 101 and how do you leverage your personal brand to not only grow your business, but to earn trust and authority, which is going to help you grow your business even quicker. How do you prioritize what social networks you need to focus on? How do you make sure that you are connecting in a human way? How does being more human actually help you provide more value? And then we'll talk about the difference between authenticity and transparency, which is so very important. Everybody seems to confuse these two things. They're not one and the same. And then how do you brand yourself visually? Where do you start when it comes to developing eye-catching and engaging visuals for personal branding online so that you can attract your dream customers? even if you're not a designer. So go ahead, sit back, enjoy this content and get excited to really take your business to the next level by leveraging that personal branding you factor. You got this. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to the Social Profit Factor webinar. Today, we are talking about personal branding and specifically talking about how you can build a personal brand that will help grow your business. So I just want to say welcome to everybody that's here with us. We have a load of people who are already online. Uh, Please come and say hi to us in the chat. My name is Pam Moore and my partner, Josh Moore, is uh, managing the chat and he will be there to answer any questions that you have. So I encourage you to please say hi, introduce yourself, tell us uh, what maybe a little bit about what you do and why you are here today. So again, my name is Pam Moore and you are in the Social Profit Factor webinar. Today we are talking about how you can build a personal brand that will help you grow your business, help you ignite your career or help you achieve whatever life goals and dreams that you have. So please make sure that you shut down any extra apps that you have running. Even things like Facebook can take up a ton of bandwidth. And the way that this webinar software works is that it will 
continue to provide you a better visual and audio experience, the better your bandwidth is. So it will automatically detect that. If you find that you lose audio or something goes wacky, please just refresh your browser and it should come back. All right. But make sure you shut down any extra apps. Keep that mind open to new perspectives and a new way to approach looking at your personal brand today. And then make sure that you write down any questions that you have and save that for the live Q&A. You can ask the questions during the webinar and then Josh will try to grab all of those because we will stick around for quite a while at the end. We really want to be able to get as many questions answered at the end as we can so we can make this personal for you. Now, one of the greatest benefits of being part of a webinar or an online event like this is also the people that you meet. So we invite you to join our community, leverage the hashtag social profit factor. And I have our Twitter handles listed there. It is the marketingnuts.com slash and it will be sent to the email that you registered for the webinar within 24 hours from when the webinar ends. And that will be sent to you automatically. Now, what's included in there are a ton of resources that you see listed here that are going to help you not only with your personal brand, but also your online marketing. So even if you're just getting started and building out your online platform, this is going to help you. So there will be a personal branding worksheet. You will get a personal brand, the quick five point audit cheat sheets that'll help you do a quick audit of your personal brand, uh, personal time, and also a goal worksheet to help you really make sure we're carving out the right time to work on your personal brand and platform. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll give you a social persona worksheet. So that's going to help you in developing your own social persona or maybe if there is an executive you work with or someone you're also helping along this journey, that worksheet works great for that. Then we also have the audience analysis worksheet and that helps you prioritize your audiences for social media and really where you should be focusing. We have the content calendar template and that is a 12 month content editorial template that is broke down by month, week, and day that will help you organize your content and make sure that you are creating content that is going to bring a positive return on investment to you and your business. Then we're also going to give you a social media image sizing guide plus actual Photoshop templates, Adobe Photoshop templates that you can use to build out some of the social branding images on things like your Facebook page and your Twitter page, YouTube, all of those good things. Then we'll give you a white paper that has 105 factors that impact your brand and your business. Okay. These things are real. And a lot of these things you may not be thinking of, but they are very important things that you may be doing good or bad that are influencing your personal and business brand. And you need to be aware of them. Self-awareness is huge when it comes to branding online. So You'll also get my personal favorite branding tools and technology checklist. So like I said, you got to stay up until the Q&A portion, at least till the Q&A starts, and then that kit will be sent to you automatically. So in summary, the, the agenda, the big things you're going to learn today, there's really two things is what this all boils down to, okay? Do you really need a personal brand? And I'd love you to tell me in the comments whether you think you do or not. Okay. And we'll see if that answer changes toward the end. My guess is a lot of you probably think that it does, or you wouldn't be here, but you still may be questioning. And then second, we're going to, I'm going to prove to you why you are capable of building a personal brand that achieves a measurable return on your investment. Okay. Why you today, regardless of what's going on in your life or business, you are capable of doing that and doing it in a way that has a positive ROI. Bear with us here today. It looks like uh, our webinar platform is maybe running just a tiny bit slow. So the thing you need to do is to stop the excuses. Okay. You are not too busy. You do not need to have a calendar that's 100% free. You do not need to have a bank account that is loaded to build out your personal brand. You definitely do not have to be a rock star or celebrity, a writer, 
a programmer. You don't need to know how to build out your own website in every single detail. And you don't need to be a brand or social media guru. Okay. I think that this is some of the biggest myths that happen with personal branding as people are always saying, well, I'm going to work on my personal brand once I make some money. Or I'm going to work on my personal brand once I'm not so busy. Or I'm going to work on my personal brand once I learn my audience better. Or I'll work on my personal brand once I learn how to write better. Wrong, right? You need to start building your personal brand now. Because as you build your personal brand, it's going to make you learn all those things. You'll learn about your audience. You'll learn about yourself. You'll learn about what content your audience really wants and needs from you. So today... This webinar is brought to you by Social Profit Factor, and that is our online social media training academy. And we are going to share that with you a little bit later. I want to get your permission that if during this webinar today, I promise to provide you massive value. I mean, where you leave and you're thinking, wow, this was amazing. I'm so excited to get started. I'm building out my personal brand today. If I do that, will you please put into the comments in the chat and tell me if you give me approval that I can share a little bit about social profit factor with you. All I need you to do is tell me yes or no. Hopefully it's yes. So this is me and uh, I'm not going to sit here and read all these bullets off to you. Long story short, I spent 15 plus years working in corporate marketing and business develop product business and product development. So I always stayed very close to the revenue. I worked at a lot of large enterprise companies, started at GE, worked at Storage Tech, Sun Microsystems, that's now Oracle, IBM, you name it, Hitachi Data Systems. And then I also worked at some startups and uh, smaller companies in both B2B and B2C. So we didn't just, you know, try to get rich off of social media was we have been living, eating, sleeping, breathing these things for over 20 years. And I speak and I train all over the globe. Honestly, I love this stuff. Uh, I have a hard time ever making myself go to sleep because it's, it is truly what I'm passionate about. And I know that may sound funny to some of you, but it's truly what we love to do. And uh, we do a lot of work companies like L'Oreal and Redken. I'm actually a certified Redken business artist. We do a lot of work with salons and small businesses. And uh, I have a podcast out there that has over 1.5 million downloads. All right. So I'm not putting these numbers on here to brag. I want you to know you're listening to somebody who knows how to build out a community, somebody that knows how to leverage and build a personal brand on a very small budget. And I'll share more of that story later. But our audience scales over a million across the social platforms. And that is just with our own, our own social platforms. Our digital tribe, so those are people that are within our extended network who uh, are sharing our content, that type of thing, scare, scales to over 200 million. So my social Zoom Vector podcast is out there for you. It is on iTunes and all the top uh, podcast platform syndicated. And it has over 245 episodes that help you with topics like this. It has been downloaded 1.5 million listens. We tend to drive innovation across the social ecosystem about 18 to 24 months ahead in the areas that we focus on. Some of our clients are here. Now you'll see we work with business to business as well as business to consumer, large enterprise companies, and also a lot of franchising companies, as you'll see here. So we are a designated training agency, for example, for L'Oreal, and we train all of the Redken salons. So they actually sell our services in their portal. It's available to their clients. So you'll see no matter what industry you're coming from, no matter how big your business is, we have experience likely in your industry and everything we do, our methodologies work in any industry. Okay. We've done a ton of work in small business. We're a small business ourselves. So I want you to feel confident today knowing what I'm teaching you does not require a lot of money, a lot of time. Okay. Or a lot of technical skill. I'm going to teach you things that you can implement starting today. So Key reminder, your personal branding requires patience, like anything in business or life. And as we go into this conversation today, I want you to feel comfortable accepting where you are 
and understand that it's truly a journey, but enjoy the journey of creating yourself. And I love this picture here of this butterfly because that's really what it's like. And you may be stepping onto the social web and you may be scared to death of really putting yourself out there. And I'd love you to tell me in the comments, maybe where you are on this journey, but even if you're afraid and you fear, feel fearful, you need to move forward, right? You will earn those wings to fly and you are going to find that you are recreating and reinventing yourself over and over. And not because things aren't working, but just that you over time are going to find again and again what works with your audience, what works for you and where you find the most joy and who do you serve and, you know, your, your business model, things may change as you build out your personal brand. It may very well drive where you are working, you know, six months, a year, two years from now, if you truly embrace this. So why personal branding? Let's talk about this. Organic reach of social media today is declining to zero. And that organic reach is where we can put content out on the social web. So it could be Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and people see it without us having to pay for them to see it. So we're not having to leverage paid media. We're not having to buy a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad or boost that post. That would be organic reach. But the sad thing is it's declining to zero. So we still can get organic reach, but it's in between the cracks. So that's why I have this image here of this kind of dried up dirt. There's still life. Okay. So I don't want you to get too depressed about this. I know tons of changes are happening with Facebook, for example, and the newsfeed algorithm, but you still can get organic reach. And one of the ways you can do that is by leveraging your personal brand. Facebook has made it loud and clear that they are favoring content from humans over brands. Okay, so just that data fact alone is reason enough that you should explore your uh, developing out further your, your own personal brand. By 2019, 80% of the world's internet traffic is going to be video. Okay, this can't be all animated video. People have to be in the videos and they do not have to be perfect. The point of inspiration is changing. So people now pick up their mobile device, their iPad, uh, they're inspired every day. I mean, you think about when you pick up your mobile device in the morning, either you, something's probably making you feel really good, maybe frustrated. But the point is that you have opportunity 24 hours a day, seven days a week to inspire somebody to, to bring your ideal customer closer to you. Okay. You need to make sure though, when we're looking for that return on investment, we need to understand that what is social currency on the web today is attention plus action. Okay. So we need to be grabbing the attention of our ideal customer. We want them to pay attention to what we have to say. Okay. However, that's not enough by itself. We need to also be driving actions. Okay. So attention is one thing, but the average human attention span is about eight seconds. So you need to make sure you're grabbing their attention, but then you need to make sure that you are driving action and you know what the action is that you want them to take. Okay. So you can't just say, I'm going to throw a bunch of content out there and hope people come to my website or they come to my Facebook page. You need to be very clear on what that action is you want them to take. And, you know, one of the key ways that you are going to drive success with social media, like we talked about, is being patient. Okay. So the, the two ways that people fail when it comes to online marketing is they're number one, they fail to plan. And number two, they are impatient. And this diagram you're looking at here, this is what we would consider a kind of a horizontal sales funnel, a sales conversion funnel. Every customer that ever comes to us and wants to work with me or our agency, they never come and say, hey, Pam, I have so much money and so much time. I just don't know what I'm going to do with it. So I think I'm going to give you my credit card and you can spend as much as you want on social media. That never happens, right? The first thing they're always saying is, when am I going to make the money? Pam, when am I going to see the sales? How fast am I going to see an ROI, a return on investment 
for what I'm doing. And the number one thing you have to remember, whether you're building out a business brand or your personal brand, is that it takes time. So as you are investing in your Facebook community, your Instagram, your Twitter, your YouTube, your LinkedIn, you have an opportunity to build relationships. You have an opportunity to build out community and earn trust. Over time, those people that are in your community for free, a very small percentage of them may become your customer. Or, or they may not. They may not be able to afford your services, but they may become a very loyal evangelist that's going to tell everybody about you. Now, know that that is taking time, okay? And one of the things that's going to move you from the left side to the right side of this diagram a whole lot faster is your personal brand because people buy from people. And when you're building out communities, it's a heck of a lot easier to build relationships and to help that community grow if you are connecting as a human, not as a logo. I mean, you think about when you are talking to people online, do you prefer it be a logo or do you prefer it be a human? Right? We want to communicate with human beings. So poll question number one, have you taken the time to develop your own personal branding strategy and plan? So let's see what everybody says. Survey says, all right, it's about 67% of people said they have not. That's okay. That, that's why you're here. We do have some overachievers at about now 25%. So 25 and 75%. Oh, 20 <laughs> Remember, what happens in this webinar stays in this webinar. So you got to be honest. We don't know who says what. All right. So but we're about 70, 30, it looks like. So 70% of people say no. 30% of people say yes. So 30% of you can feel like an overachiever. Awesome job. Uh, the rest of you, you need to get your plan done after this training. Okay. I want you to put in the comments and tell me that you promised me you're going to write down your goals. You have to have a plan. I want to see some yeses in the comments. Okay. So here's the thing. You have a personal brand, regardless if you consciously designed or thought about it or not. So for the 70% of you who don't have anything written down, you still have a personal brand. And for the people who do have a plan, you have a personal brand too. Maybe it's what you want it to be. Maybe it's not. But you have a brand regardless whether you said, I'm going to develop my personal brand. Okay. Your personal brand exists. It is what people perceive right? We could go spend loads of money on branding and colors and messaging and our website and all of our social profiles. And, you know, if we speak on stage, we could, you know, wear whatever we want, fancy clothes and do, you know, everything we think that's going to make people love us. Well, the truth is our brand is about perceptions. So it's what people think about us, what they say behind our back. It's what they say and think when we leave a room. It's what people post on a review site or on a social network. It's how they respond to our posts. It's whether they retweet or tweet us or like it. Uh, it's what people think about us. It's, it's the words that people use to describe us. Okay, that is your brand. Those are perceptions. And so your digital and your social body language speak so much louder than your words. And so this is why you have to take the time to develop a strategy and a plan for your brand. And I see, you know, some of the comments here. I see Annie, you know, she said it's hard to follow a plan with so many changes happening. And I completely agree. Right. The only guarantee we have in social media is change and really in the world today, no matter what type of business we're in, but particularly with digital and social, the only guarantee we have is change. But what I want you to do is think of that foundation, which we're talking about today and and who are you? Right. And how are you presenting yourself to the world? And, you know, if, if we were to take this group right here, let's say all of us right now and go and look at all your social profiles for the past five years and see every comment you've done. Uh, even if you have anonymous logouts on maybe some outside forum sites or wherever, I mean, if we were to go take a look at everything that you have public and everything that you have private, would you be proud to go put it up on a billboard? Would you be happy if it showed up on the news, right? Your actions speak louder than your words. So how you comment 
on posts, whether you're sharing political posts and what you're adding to those, uh, how you're judging others, how you respond when you're in a good or bad mood, you know, or the opposite is all the awesome things you're doing, how you're serving value, right? How are you presenting? What type of perceptions are you leaving on the social web today, whether you're thinking about it or not? And you cannot fake it until you make it. You know, and I know a lot of people like that saying, and they'll say, fake it until you make it. But the truth is, we really can't. I mean, you can't, you could go and create a persona of somebody that you're not and exaggerate your skills, exaggerate your capabilities. We all see people doing that. However, at some point, it's going to catch up to you. And the thing is, you are the media. So every single thing we do is why Facebook stock price is where it's at today. It's why they have you know, billions of dollars in advertising revenue coming in. So we're like this woman here <laughs> thinking, oh my goodness, I'm the product of Facebook. You're the product of Facebook. You know, she has the QR codes all over her face. That's kind of what we're like. If we quit posting on Facebook, if we quit talking to each other, if we quit sharing the images of our family and our kids and the dogs and the cats and the beach and the mountains and everything we do, Facebook would have no business model. Okay. Now, I don't want that to scare you. What I want it to do is open up your eyes to the opportunity because we're the product, because we're the media. You also have an opportunity, even as a very small business, even as a solopreneur, to build out a brand that will attract even large enterprise companies. And I'll tell you, that's how we started. We started with doing a lot of things online once I left corporate. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But I mean, we had brands, Fortune 10 and 20 brands coming to me personally and saying, hey, how much would it cost for me to tap into your community? Because you've built this large community. How much would it cost for me to be part of that community, to be able to sponsor it, to be able to be a guest on your podcast? I mean, people large brands coming to us as the media today, every day, we still get contacted from, you know, bloggers and writers and journalists. I mean, on some of the top sites is Forbes and all the industry sites begging for retweets, begging for shares. So we are truly the media and we have the opportunity to compete with some of the world's largest brands where the small business, medium business can actually have, you know, a leg up on, on some of those very large corporate entities because people want to connect with humans. We trust humans more than we do a logo. So you are your brand. Everything about you is your brand. From the way you look, the way you dress, the way we go to the gym, stinky in the mornings, you know, all of those, all of those brand impressions are what makes us. Okay. And it's not just our logos. It's not just our colors. It's not just our tagline, our fancy graphics. It's not the billboards. And yes, people still use billboards. Uh, I'm not going to go into that rat hole of the conversation. That's a whole other conversation. I know it works for some people. Your brand is not your Facebook cover photos. Okay. It's not the, the, and it's most importantly, not your Photoshop pics of yourself on Instagram. Hopefully none of you are morphing your body or your face so much with the apps that you can reshape your entire being, right? That is not your brand. You don't need to create the perfect chin or the perfect, you know, behind with an app. Be yourself. Your brand is your promise and it is the value that we offer our customers and our community and all of those people who come in contact with us. It's, it's more important that we deliver on the promise that we state, that the description that you have on your website or your Facebook profile that states what you do and why you do it and the value that you offer. It's most important that we actually deliver that value. So who you are and how you care about others is so very important. And, and it's so important that that is shining through, through your social profiles. So rooted in who and what you are is where, what your brand is. Okay. Whether it's a business brand or a personal brand and perceptions of which you do not fully control. So we can influence those perceptions, but we cannot control them. Right. So social media gives us that platform and it enables us to build thought leadership. It enables us to earn trust so that we can build those relationships 
and that we can increase those business results because as we're building out community and we're able to really ignite our personal brand in a pretty easy way, utilizing social media, right? You don't have to have a ton of perfect skills. So my question for you is, are you ready to build your personal brand of authority? You know, tell me in the comments, how ready do you feel to build out your personal brand of authority? Poll question number two, I want to know what is holding you back right now from building a personal brand of authority? So if you feel that there are obstacles in your way, what is it? Okay, I'm waiting on some of the results to appear. There we go. All right. So it looks like a lot of people are saying money, skills, time. So a lot of people are saying time. We got some questionable ROI. All right. So most people, we got about 40 plus percent are saying time. And then we have about 30% saying skills. I know I'm going to be able to help you today. Uh, and then the money, 20%. All right. So, and then we got about 7% with the questionable ROI. All right. So I feel your pain. Okay. But I want you to stop the excuses because you're not too busy. You don't have to be a writer, a programmer, a brand, or a social guru. This, like I said earlier, you've got to start somewhere. And I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you a story here in a minute right now, within four months of starting my business. And this is after I spent 15 years in corporate America uh, and we start, I left corporate and landed a $75,000 training deal with a home builder. And I was delivering online webinars for, it was like six weeks. And then we did two face-to-face meetings, one at the front end and one at the back end two face-to-face trainings, $75,000 contract. Okay. I got that within four months of starting my business. And we got that customer from delivering a free two-hour training for the local chamber of commerce. I mean, I went out there and I put myself out there before I had anything baked, before I had made money, before I even really knew what fully I was going to be building my business about right? I had the, the sticks and some of the foundation laid. We closed two book deals with industry thought leaders. My content was syndicated on top media and blog sites. And I remember setting a goal. Um, there was a couple people online and I said, you know, I want them to know who I am this year. It was like within the next 12 months. And I'll tell you within four months, I had content that was not only syndicated on their site, that was referenced from them, uh, that was linked to, and that opened up so many opportunities for our business and our brand and getting my content out there. So you have to just be confident and go for it. Within four months, we established relationships with industry leaders that helped me build authority within our target industry niches super fast. We landed numerous fortune 50 brand clients within six to nine months. We sold our first agency within two years. And Josh that you're talking to in the chat, he's also my partner in business in life. So that's when he joined me was when we sold that first agency. And then he came along for the ride of our agency now, which is marketing nuts. Now I did this without having a perfect brand architecture. Okay. I didn't have time to create one. Uh, I didn't have a personal blog or website that was perfect. I don't think I even really started my personal blog until it was like five or six months after starting my business. I didn't have expensive social media tools. I didn't have a perfect anything. Okay. I did this after I left my corporate career while my husband was laid off, while we had zero investment from anybody. And as we sold everything we owned to build a dream of helping people like you, I mean, we literally, I went from an Lexus SUV, $60,000 SUV to a Volkswagen bug. And, um, that was, you know, we have memories in that car to last a lifetime, but we made the sacrifice, right? We crossed the things off the list that we didn't need to do so that we could do the things that were important. So what I did have was a huge why. I had two boys that I loved to death that needed their mom. I had a husband who I wanted to spend more time with. We had a ton of material assets that the world told us we needed. 
yet we never use them or had the time to enjoy them. I had a desire to help other people like me break free from their corporate or their other business chains and to be able to also serve others. And I know some of you are there. I had a dream that I wanted to live a better life on my own terms. I wanted to be in control of my destiny. So as you're thinking about your personal brand, I want you to think about your why. What is your why? Right? It is your why that is going to attract people to you. Right. And I can remember when the first videos I did, maybe I'll send it to you all after this webinar was one when I was moving from our big house to our small house during this change. I didn't, you know, I'd been at the gym. I didn't have any fancy shower. And I remember just like getting in front of the camera and just saying, this is what you need to do. This is what I'm doing. And that video alone there attracted so many clients to us that were our target clients because I was out there sharing my why raw and real. Okay. So your personal brand, you need to know what your goals are. What do you want to accomplish? What does success look like to you? Uh, your goals may be that you want to just establish your brand. You may want to earn trust, build thought leadership in your industry, in your niche. Uh, you may want to 100% grow your business. You're like, Pam, I just need to make some money. I want to just keep the lights on. Or, you know, I want to be able to just support my family. Or maybe you're wanting to, you know, make a million dollars in the next six months, 12 months. Maybe you're wanting to support your employer brand and enhance your career. Maybe you want, you know, to just make sure that you are able to have future employment opportunities, that you you keep that security for you and your family, and that you're able to ignite what we call other people's content and other people's community. So the OPCs, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. So align social with your top business goals. So as you're thinking about your personal brand, you need to first be thinking about what is it you want to achieve in business and life? Okay, so what is it you're looking to achieve? And I love looking out, you know, five to 10 years and saying, what do I see my life looking like in 10 years from now? How do I see spending my time? How, what do I see myself doing? And then you back into that. How are you going to get there? Right. So Josh and I, that's why you've seen over time, we have pivoted the last few years with our business. We went from having an agency with 30 plus employees, uh, we team overseas, team here to really narrowing that down. We were doing a ton of execution uh, for clients, big and small. And we got to a point, it wasn't where we wanted our life to go. We had left corporate to be free, to have freedom. And what we had created was a jail for ourselves inside of a building. And so you need to look at where you are. Is it where you want to be? And what does success look like to you? What is your why? And let that be the, the foundation that drives you and your personal brand. It's not only just about your business that you're currently in. I want you to think bigger and I want you to think about where you're going and I want you to make the time because you, you need to make the time now and quit putting it off because that's the number one thing I see people doing is they just say, I don't have the time right now. So I'm going to wait till it's the perfect time to go do this. There will never, ever, ever be a perfect time. Okay. There's nothing is going to be perfect. And luckily I learned this in marketing years ago, decades ago, that we must embrace imperfect perfection. And just as you know, somebody asked earlier, that the rate of change is insane when we look at all these social profiles. So it doesn't matter if you even go for perfect. Number one, you're going to be late to market getting it there. And then two, just as soon as you get it perfect, it's going to change. It's not inside of your control anymore. So you need to embrace the imperfect website, the imperfect business cards, uh, the imperfect brand look and feel, understanding of your social media and technology. You don't need to have a perfect understanding of how every single detail works. We see tons of small business leaders that are wasting tens of thousands of dollars on learning a social media tool they don't even need because they read some blog post about it. You know, our business cards, when I first started, our business, you know, the $75,000 training deal I told you uh, we won within four months. We did that with business cards that we literally cut right before that meeting. I mean, they, we printed them on these stock card things and me and one of my partners were literally cutting them at that meeting. You do not have to have perfect marketing or perfect anything. 
what's more important is that you are inspiring your audiences to connect with you with the goal of helping them achieve their goals. So it's inspire, connect, achieve. How can you inspire your audiences? How can you um, help empower them in a way that brings them close to you and that you understand what their goals are? Because when you have a goal that's your top goal is helping them achieve their goals, you then achieve your goals by default. So because they're one in the same and you, you are not going to build an audience on social media by posting more or by doing social media. And I see this out there still, you know, people are saying just blast your content everywhere. You need to make sure your content is customized for, for each of the social networks. You know, today, how many of you are po auto posting from Facebook to Twitter, right? If you are doing that, you need to turn that off immediately because you're wasting your, your time and you're ruining the, your brand impressions that you're making on Twitter. If you post, for example, something from Facebook automatically to Twitter, the people on Twitter that are using the native Twitter app, when they click on your link, they can't even view whatever it is you've posted. It doesn't work that way. So you have got to make sure that you are understanding at the core how content is working on these social networks and that you're creating native content for that specific network. You are going to earn your audience by serving value, not by tricking some algorithm or, you know, worrying about who follows and unfollows you. You need to just focus on your customer and the value that you serve. So my next question is, are you ready for the ROI? Are you ready for the return on investment? Next poll question. Do you have documented goals of, and objectives for your personal time that you spend online? So this doesn't have to be a solid plan. I'm just saying when you log on in the morning to Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter, wherever you're hanging out, do you have a goal of what you want to achieve? So many times we see businesses that will come to us and say, I've been doing social media for three years and I have no ROI. Well, what ROI were you expecting to get? You can't say something isn't working unless you know what working was equivalent to, right? So looks like we have about 75% are saying no, they don't have documented goals and objectives and about 25% are saying yes. So Tons of opportunity for you, 75%, because that's why I'm giving you a time as well as a goal worksheet, right? I want you to write down your goals for the time you're spending on social media. And the first thing you're going to do is complete that time worksheet because the time worksheet, you're going to write down each week how much time you have every day to, to work on social media. And if you're sitting here thinking, well, I don't have time to do that. I know you're scrolling, you know, those of you who are using social media, you're scrolling the news feed. you know, tell me in the comments, are you logging on to Facebook and just watching videos or checking things out, maybe looking at your competition? If you even just delete the time that you look at your competition, you would have time to be working on something that actually is going to have a positive impact on your business. So as you're starting to build out your brand, I want you to be thinking of questions like this. And this will be included in your personal brand worksheet as long as you stay until the Q&A session on this webinar. So I have a full worksheet. It's multi-page, a few pages that will really help you answer some of these key questions. But the things to be thinking about is, you know, what is it you stand for? What, what, who are you, right? And when I first started our business, I remember I had first hopped on Twitter and it was back in 2009, I had finally made it to 100 followers on Twitter. And I remember I went to church on a Sunday and I came home very inspired and I'm sitting next to my husband and I wanted to tweet out something about my faith and it included the word God. And that was back on Twitter when people actually read what people tweeted more than they do today. Now they will just follow you know, certain people. And back then they actually would see more tweets from people, even if they didn't have them on a list. So I looked at Josh and I said, Hey, how many followers do you think I'm going to lose when I tweet this thing about God? And I'm not one that will ever push my religion or my faith on anybody else. So I'm not there to judge. I just wanted to share it. Well, tell me in the comments, if you can think, guess what percentage of people I lost. 
Okay. So I tweeted it. And within a couple minutes, I lost 50% of my followers. Okay. So I went from a hundred to 50. Today, I have over 300,000 on Twitter. I have over 350,000 that people follow me on LinkedIn and the list goes on. I looked at my husband and I said, you know what? There'll be 50 more where those came from. So you need to know what you stand for. And it's not that I want to push my faith on anybody, but if somebody honestly has a problem with me tweeting that once a week or a couple times, a few times a month, they're probably not going to want to do business with me anyway. So that's why you have to know who you are. What value do you offer? Uh, what is your differentiator and for who? Who do you serve, right? What do you need to do that helps you stand out from the crowd? And I don't want you to be going and reinventing yourself all the time to stand out from the crowd. I want you to find what is that you factor that you already have inside of you and that you, your strengths, you know, and your skills, what is it you can offer that's unique? What do you need to learn? Like you also need to get real with what are the things you need to learn to build out your personal brand? Uh, what are those weaknesses? And then, um, what are your OPCs? What are, who are the people in your life that are influential? So we really want to think about tapping into our broader communities of people that already have a community. So people in our life that uh, are maybe in our local market or in our industry or niche or in our company or in a friend's company that already have a network that we can partner with. So when it comes to social, one of the big reasons that people get very afraid of it is they think that they have to share everything that they do. So they're like, Pam, I don't want to get on Twitter. I don't want to get on LinkedIn. I'll hear this from a lot of business leaders. And they'll say, because I don't want to share what I ate for lunch. I don't want them to know what I'm doing every day of the week. So you need to understand the difference between authenticity and transparency. Transparency is how much you share. Okay. Authenticity just means that what you're saying is true. When I go to your website, I go to your blog, I read your tweets, I read your Facebook posts. I'm trusting what you're telling me is true. It's authentic that you are who you are. I'm trusting when you post a picture of yourself that you haven't morphed your entire body to look different than when I see you and I meet you in real life. I don't recognize you because you look so different. That would not be authentic. And then transparency is how much we share. So I love to think about a car. So, you know, with car windows tented or not, depending on how dark you have your car windows tented, people will or won't be able to see inside of your car. So social media is the same way. You don't have to share everything about yourself to be authentic. And oftentimes people start out uh, with those windows darker. So they start out with not so much transparency, but they are still authentic. And then over time, it, people tend to become more transparent as they get more comfortable and they start to, you know, find what we call their own voice. So it's their own personality and the way that they are speaking and communicating and, you know, recording themselves on video. So if you are feeling uncomfortable with how much to share, just know that over time you will get more comfortable because if you, as you start to feel more confident in the audience you're serving, that's honestly, I believe the number one thing that will help give you confidence. So as you're thinking about, you know, when the questions you're probably thinking is, okay, so what kind of content am I going to share? How do I split this up? One of the top questions I get is how much content should be about myself? So this here is just a one example. These numbers can shift a little bit, but you really don't want the content that's about you to be more than 20%. And particularly when you're starting out. Okay. So you have to earn that trust. And over time, you know, I could tweet links all day, almost on Twitter and nobody would complain. They love them, but it's taken me years to get to that and to earn that trust and that credibility. People actually want my content. They want me to share that type of thing. So but when you're first starting out, you want to make sure that you're, you're really balancing that. So you want about 50% of content that is related to your industry, your business, products, uh, education, things that are happening, you know, could be HIPAA regulations, government regulations, uh, things that they need to know, uh, or product specific type of information. Then inspirational should be at least about 30%. People like to laugh. They like to cry, you know, make them feel something. Quotes are great. Quotes are one of the top 
retweeted content out on Twitter, for example, uh, quotes work very well, even on Instagram and even on LinkedIn lately. Uh, for you business to business people, I'm seeing those are very successful, even sharing other people's quotes. And then success stories work great for inspiration too. So success stories from your industry, maybe your clients, uh, just anything that you can do that help inspire people. And then that content about yourself, that's going to be where you're really sharing uh, personal content. So it's the experiences that you have in life, you know, find and make that list and the personal brand worksheet that you'll get in your power personal brand power kit will walk you through some of those things just to think about what are your natural passions and how identify some of those things that you can share on the social web that is personal, but that you feel very comfortable sharing. So do you really know your customer? I want you to make sure that you know who your customer is. Uh, what do they need from you? What keeps them up at night? How do they need to be served, right? What are the ways that you're going to be able to connect with them? You must know who you are and you must know who your customers are, as well as knowing who are the influencers in your industry. And this is what we call the OPCs and is other people's content, other people's community. And this is how you are going to grow your personal brand and not do it by yourself. If you try to build your personal brand and build authority and trust and revenue, and you're not leveraging community, you're not leveraging the power of social media, you are missing out. Okay. So that's why inside of our social profit factor training Academy, you know, a big part of that is understanding, setting goals, uh, understanding your audience, as well as identifying who are those influencers you have, the movers and shakers that you know, or that you want to be connected with that are going to help you move through, you know, what we, I showed you that horizontal sales conversion funnel for social media earlier. This, these are the things that are going to help you move through that. You know, I shared this story with you about me getting content syndicated within four months. Once we got content syndicated on some of the top sites like Yahoo Biz and, you know, some of those sites, I mean, every, every number started to go up, right? Every metric, every KPI started to go up. And I could have never had that hockey stick growth if it wasn't for the power of community. So how do you then prioritize where you need to spend your time? What social networks? So pretty simple. I want you to focus on one thing first. So if you're just starting out or maybe you have uh, your profile set up across the different networks, I want you to focus on one. Be, get really, really good at one or two. Your t and then we break this down into three tiers. So tier one is going to be uh, social networks where you have a solid plan, strategy, and tactics. Your target audience engages there. You know for a fact that your target dream customer is hanging out on that social network. You spend time there to contribute content, to engage, to comment, and to share. So you are investing yourself in that social network. That is a tier one top priority. Tier two, those are going to be social networks where you have a presence. Engagement, your thinking could be less for you as well as your target audience there. So you're not 100% certain that your target customer is there. Uh, it could be that you know your customer is there, but you're just putting it into a tier two now until you have more time to work on it because we got to nail that number one first. So anything that we have in the tier two category, we have a top goal of social sharing by others. Okay. So we want other people to share our content. And I'll tell you, if you look at my LinkedIn today, I have over 350,000 people that follow me. LinkedIn for years was a tier two network to me. And it really still kind of is. I mean, I don't spend that much time there, but the time that I spend there is, is very impactful. It's very uh, thought out. So when I go onto LinkedIn, there are specific things that I do. And I've always had a presence there. I've been on there since they were in beta. You know, I remember I had a mentor back in my corporate days said, Pam, I think you should get on LinkedIn. And so both me and Josh, you know, my partner have built out our networks there for years, decades, and it has paid off. Tier three is going to be where your target audience is not highly present or engaged. You have a minimal presence there. You may set up profiles and you may be keeping an eye on it for later investment. So that may be a social shiny object for us. This is Snapchat, right? My target audience is not hanging out on Snapchat. So that's why you cannot chase the social shiny objects. You need to know where your customers are. Don't let, you know, 
people in your industry or bloggers that you follow or watch live video, uh, you know, push you into social networks and tell you have to be here. You don't have to be anywhere unless your customers are there and you need to be where you can be successful. You don't need to be on 10 social networks to, to achieve an ROI. You'll actually better achieve an ROI with less. Less is truly more. So within each social network, here are some of the things you want to be looking at. What are your top goals? Okay. What are you wanting to achieve? How much time are you going to spend there? And what is going to be the best way for you to reach your audience there? How are you going to prioritize your content? How are you going to prioritize how you spend your time? You know, how are you going to engage? And then how are you going to integrate that with other platforms? Because we don't want to do anything on an island. If you're doing Facebook, we want it integrated with your email marketing. We want it to integrate with content you're putting on your blog. You know, same thing for Instagram. Create once, use many. Uh, measurement is very important. So how are you measuring success? Define those goals up front. How are you going to monitor? How are you going to listen? So you make sure you know what is being said about you. Because once you put yourself out there, you need to make sure you're monitoring what is being said. And then how can you create that, you know, phased approach where you're embracing imperfect perfection and that you're, you're knowing that's okay, right? It's okay that I am not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. And knowing what are, what and how are you measuring? So then you can optimize over time. I always say tweak, rinse, repeat, and optimize. Okay, over time, we will continually make those things better. So here are some steps that you are going to want to take as you are building out your personal brand. Uh, you definitely still need to figure out your, your colors and your logo and you know your personality, the language that you use, that type of thing. Okay, but it does not have to be perfect. And when I tell when I sh shared my story earlier and told you some of the very early success we have. I'm telling you, we had a website that was like hodgepodge together. And um, I'm going to, I think, try to grab some old screen captures and, and show our community those at some point soon. Because if you saw it, you probably, you might laugh, but maybe it would make you feel good too. Because you'd be like, okay, she's right. It really wasn't perfect. But the most important thing is that you're creating a brand that is evolving and that is you, right? So if, and it's also going to connect you with your audience. And this is where I want you to be careful too in the colors that you choose, right? And I want you to, you know, if you're wanting to build a brand of trust and you are wanting to, uh, to maybe it's a, a less, it's a very formal brand you're wanting to, maybe you're in financial or you're in insurance and you're wanting it to be a brand that is, is not, edgy, that is not out there, you probably want to stick with colors that are making people feel trust, like blue, right? White, uh, maybe a little bit of gray. Okay. Now, it, even though your favorite color may be pink, you may not want to put pink in your brand if it's not going to help you attract your ideal customer. So, and we teach this inside of our academy is, you know, what are those brand attributes? What are those, uh, those words that you want people to feel when they come in contact with your brand. That is more important than any fancy logo or any visual creation that you would do. And then your message house, that's a create once use mini. So that's where you create your message platform that includes not only, you know, all of those top level messages, your vision, your mission, your value proposition, but also those features and those benefits like in your services. What, do you offer? What's that value that you offer? And if you take the time to put together a one, two, three page, what we call a message house, your message Bible, you can reuse that content over and over and over. And then make sure that you start your visual marketing early, that you start testing things and it doesn't have to be perfect. You can use tools like Canva is one of our favorite uh, to create social images. You can utilize Spark, Adobe Spark products to create videos. And um, there's all types of apps out there. And I'll be sending you a list of some of our favorite apps. But with visual marketing, you want it to be just. Uh, providing a message, right? We, we want it to be inspiring. We want them to look at it. Our brain processes visual 60,000 times faster than text. We also want to make sure that we are segmenting our audience and that we're prioritizing our audiences. And that's why I gave you that. Uh, we'll be sending you the audience prioritization worksheet that will absolutely help you do that. We have a, an entire course on that inside of our academy. And then prioritize those social networks, you know, really based on what goals you're wanting to achieve and where that audience is. And then 
determine what are those engagement strategies, right? What, how are you going to engage your audience and how are you going to set up those social networks and your personal profiles so that it can be the best representation of you? How are you going to generate leads? And a lot of times people skip this part. They just create the pretty pictures and the logos and the colors and the messages. And then they throw it up on the social web and they wonder why they don't get any customers. You have to create a sales funnel. Where do they click? Okay, so let's say they are on your Facebook page. What URL are they going to? Are they just going to the top level of your website? What's on that page that they're going to that's going to engage them? And anywhere you can, personalize that experience. Drive them to an action. Download a white paper. You know, Watch this video. Uh, check this out. Read this blog post. Have a call to action that's going to get them closer to your business so you can learn more about them. Uh, content strategy. You need to develop a plan, you know, of how you're going to develop content, a content calendar for at least 90 days where you start to, you know, break that down and what content and saying, what am I going to post on Facebook today? I want you to know every week what your core messages are, even as you're first launching. So you are going to reap what you socially sow, okay? You invest now to harvest tomorrow. I want you to be thinking about how you can inspire, how you can build out an integrated social platform that supports your business, not just your tweets and your pens and your snaps and all of those things. I want you to build a platform that will really ignite your personal leadership and that gives you that authority. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.